this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. Cloak oversight here. Stop glowing. Don't stand next to me. You'll take force damage. Go! <laughs> Chester uh, falls in the river. Uh, oh, God! After battling an otherworldly creature on the streets of Hellside, you were accosted by this robed, hooded figure. You didn't know who or really even what they were. Chester had felt like some sort of tickle in his mind when he was thinking about their plan and their investigation with the person who had hired the powder keg punks, Shoma Lyserius. And when he thought about him, he felt this itch in his mind. It hurt my mind. What the hell was that thing? I don't know. Micah's angels take a moment to learn more about the shadowy figure, Shoma Lyserius. The only thing I've been able to get up on Shoma since y'all been gone is that he's some sort of dropout from the college. Ugh. Long time ago, he dropped out. Dropped out, am I right? <laughs> Before heading to his address at the bottom of Hellside. You see this apartment complex called Hollow Manor Estates? Hmm. Uh, Ooh, estates. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you follow your way to the address labeled, which is I number one, uh, and you make your way to this door. The plot's getting thicker. You stop adventuring. <laughs> stop. We win the adventure path. We move to the mana waste and start a farm. That's right. Mama, I'm home. Now. The third gallon podcast three seasons gave to me three outlaws raiding two witchers witching and a castle for the Burger King. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. It's <laughs> Merry Christmas. Oh, what there's no food like mayonnaise oh. for the holidays. Since, since my favorite holiday is now already over, it's time to bring on Christmas. Yeah, boy. I know Halloween's so, been so long. I Thanksgiving. To, oh yeah. I need to um say, Derek got a packet of the Christmas tree cakes, and they were gone the next day. Gone. Uh, they were delicious. Not even twenty four. My coworker found oh my the God. chocolate ones and bought me a box. Ooh, solid, solid. Love that. I was like, I, I, I love you. So there are these cookies. They're Stouffer's, I believe. Uh, they're little shortbread cookies cut into tiny oh. Christmassy shapes, and they're coated in a white fudge coating with oh. little sprinkles, and they are the best. I spend $15 on a little bag of them, and they are worth it. They're, so, they're obviously scalped because they're only supposed yes. to be like three or four bucks for mm-hmm. a bag, but you cannot... Ugh. You cannot find, find the white fudge ones anyway. They're gone. Apparently, you, you can find them at Big Lots sometimes. So head to the Big Lots near you. Big Lots, Food Lion, and Walmart. Go I, to the I've been to the Food Lion. lot you can find. I've been to the Food Lion twice near us looking for shortbread cookies, and they have them yet. And they just have the bland ones. Surprised well, you haven't I, tried to make them yet. I thought about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But these are so wonderfully I've processed. Been, I've been looking it up. The thing is, part of what's great about it is the fact that you can like feel how how thick and fake the the coating is like mm-hmm. 
It's basically the icing on animal crackers. We oh. have some here. We should we should live on air taste test oh. shortbread John. Yeah, let me go get them. Do it, do it. Don't go get them. Go get them. I just I just knocked loaf around. I'm sorry, B. Shortbread, 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 tall bread, 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 tall bread. There you go. Jacob is getting his shortbread cookies. He got one in the shape of this guy star. Cat is getting her shortbread cookie. Oh, mine is a tree. Oh yes, feed me. I already know what these taste I'm like. I'm a star. I'm a Johnson's kid. Mmm. <laughs> this is for you, audience. Mmm. Mmm. We suffer through this shortbread cookies for you. Oh, that's delicious. What do you think They're of them, guys? They're all right. They're good. Mm, I love good. these so much. No other Christmas cookie prepackaged hits like these, and I don't know how else to say it. But you like know that. what? I'm wondering about it. The Christmas sugar cookies, like the ones with the little Christmas tree cutouts, that might be a really good base for this. I never. It's not crunchy enough. I never, the thing is, if you baked it a little bit more, it has the same flavor to it. I never got spooky sugar cookies. Oh, oh I no. tried oh, no. so hard to find them and never found them. I got us some pumpkin ones and a ghost mm-hmm. one, I think. Yeah. I never found them. Oh, but you know what's really good for Christmas? Oh. Yeah. Peanut butter balls. Around oh, the South, people you, call them Buckeyes because if you don't yeah. cover them entirely, they apparently look like a deer eye, which is totally not a fun thing. But um, those peanut butter balls. Oh. I think Buckeyes are also like a two-toned nut that are kind of darker and then have the center that's lighter. No, I'm just talking about the little peanut butter balls. I thought that that was what they were named after. Apparently, at my place, we'd just make them and you'd leave part of the top open so it looks Mm -hmm. like an eye. All right, solid, solid. Those are really good for Christmas. Also, I like to take Ritz crackers, spread peanut butter in between them, dip them in white chocolate, and then put decorative sprinkles on top. And that is a salty, sweet treat that nobody's ever turned down. They're very good. Yeah. The Buckeye candy originated in Ohio. Oh, the Buckeye oh, Forget it. Forget oh, it. Get rid of it. Ruined. No, nah, I'll just call them peanut butter balls. Thanks, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I do. I, I like hot chocolate. And even though I haven't had it in a while, I like Mama Jacob's uh, uh, heart, homemade hard candy. Mrs. Jacobs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Miss- Mama Jacobs. Because that. Mrs. Jacob's um, mom? Mrs. Jacob's mom. There we go, yeah. Uh, Jacob's mom makes candy sometimes. <laughs> I can't think of anything that good. rhymes. No. Nice Yay. try. Nice try. Nice try. I haven't had it in a while, but I always liked, I always liked mama's homemade hard candy. Jacob has very quickly over the past couple of years become a, a bit of a dealer for a certain holiday good mm. starting in October, going through oh, all of December. I love making apple cider. Jacob that apple makes cider. Love that. Some love baller that. apple cider. He has two cheap ass church percolators that he has converted for <laughs> cider purposes. Oh, I, I swear these things we got from the thrift store totally were used at the church. Uh-huh. Like they look it, they feel it, they work. You really wonder if they're going to burn your house down if you leave they, it running for too long. If you licked the side of these, uh, these percolators Ooh. that taste like can apple I, cider. Can I tell how my mom makes her apple cider? No. Yes. <laughs> So, so my mom and Jacob's mom have a very similar apple cider recipe. The only difference is my mom's recipe uses honey instead of brown sugar. 
Uh, um, that's really the only difference, maybe proportions. Um, but my mom will make it in this crock pot that was her mom's. And I swear it looks like it came from the seventies and it's like brown and yellow. And I genuinely don't know if it was originally brown and yellow or if it just became brown and yellow. And one of the three legs broke. So she always has to put a stack of quarters underneath it. But that's what the apple cider always comes in. And dad's always trying to buy her a new one. And she's like, but this one has memories. Her cider is pretty good too. What does it look like again? It's like white with brown and yellow stripes, kind of. Does she do the kind of cider where you like leave the apple slices in the crock pot with like a liquid or whatever? No, it's It's, just like apple cider. Yeah. And and we we always spoon it out with a ladle. Oh. It's a little styrofoam cups. It's the spices in a cheesecloth. Oh. Yeah, yeah. She puts hers in a cheesecloth instead because it's a crock pot, not a percolator. You know what food is not good? At the risk of retreading old ground, anything that gets peppermint put into it is... Yeah. We understand. Garbage. Yeah. I can agree. Oh, man. Fudge also belongs at Christmas time to me. Yeah. Fudge is good. Yeah, last year for Christmas, I did something new for my family's like Christmas get-together. Oh, yeah. Normally, that was wonderful. Yeah, normally we do like turkey for Thanksgiving... And then on Christmas Day, we might have turkey again, or we might do like Cornish hens or just other stuff. We've done pot roast before. But this year, this year, or rather last year, <laughs> it's been what you listen uh, oh. I uh, made a Christmas goose. Oh. I've, I've always seen goose in the store yeah. around the holidays, and I wanted to make it. Uh, and after successfully roasting a lot of things and learning how to make turkey, I took on the challenge to make goose. And we did. And it was very good. It tastes like roast beef, which is really weird, but it's really good. <laughs> beef bird. And we had this like sauce. I can't remember what it was. Some sort of red sauce that was like port and orange juice and other stuff. It was real good. It was really, really, really good. Uh, highly recommend Christmas goose. Although mm. compared to turkey, goose is expensive. Beef yeah. Bird. Beef yeah. Yeah. But it was wonderful. Highly recommend. Sounds good. My family always does ham since we did turkey for Christmas. Ooh, I, I think what I want to do, I would like to do goose again, but if I don't get a chance to make for my family at some point in time, some beef bourguignon. Say burgundy, oh, you American. Bourguignon. Uh, <laughs> then I would love to make beef bourguignon for my family for Christmas. Because it is incredibly good. And Jacob and Kat can attest because they were my guinea pigs when I was learning how to make it. Very flavorful. It was very good. You also use a cheese cloth for that. That's right. Yeah. Mind numbing creature. Bourguignon. Bourguignon. Listen, you don't you don't call tacos American rat with meat. You call them tacos. Quesadilla. Quesadilla. Ah, no, as my great uncle once said, quesadilla. Quesadilla. It's everything yeah. in my body to not correct him. My mom was so proud That's of me when we left that restaurant. Right <laughs> I think I was visibly twitching underneath the New table. pronunciation dropped quesadilla. And, and, and it, it took love. It took a lot of uh, love. He's like, they're really good. I love their, their quesadillas. Uh, and I just blinked. My, just we have so many stories like that. But he was like such a sweet man. With my grandma, or at least my mom's side of the family, my grandma on that side. Uh, one time we were getting out of the she's like, oh, can we get some of that Napoleon ice cream? This is Neapolitan. Oh, oh my God. Neapolitan ice cream. <laughs> okay, great. when I was a little kid, I called it Napoleon ice cream. Yeah, it just looks like Napoleon if you can't read all of it. 
And listen, sometimes the wrong pronunciations are just better. My little brother used to say Boschetti all the time. And you know what? He's, I say Boschetti now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's hopping. Yeah, you know, Boschetti. The library. The library. Ah, yeah, the library. I hate it. I hate it. That causes me physical pain. My favorite fruit in the Assumably. library. <laughs> Assumably. Boschetti is your favorite fruit in the library? No, library. My favorite fruit on the Citadel. Citadel. <laughs> Four centuries. Oh, my God. What's it? Right, I fucked it up centuries before. I know. 300 centuries ago. Holy shit. <laughs> 300 <laughs> centuries ago. 30,000 <laughs> years I've waited. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we've devolved so much. All right. Christmas, am I right? Christmas, am Ooh. I right? Shubapa Shubapa Centuries before the star stone was raised, <laughs> <laughs> the wizard kings next and kept war with one another, scarring the land between them into a devastated, unstable Christmas wasteland. Oh, From the glowing ashes like of the North Pole arose Alkenstar, the city of smog, a metropolis of airships, sleighs, factories, and clockwork elves. That hurt me so bad. I'm taking ibuprofen. Into the world, Alkenstar is the pinnacle of innovation and determination in the face of insurmountable odds. On its streets, life in Alkenstar is a nonstop race to stay ahead of the competition. And it is here that a desperate group, hungry for revenge, living on the edge of the law, hunts for the ones who cast them out. They are the outlaws of Alkenstar. Cue music. Micah's Angels. Outlaws of Bugging Y'all. Outlaws <laughs> of Bugging Y'all. Beef, 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 Bergen John. Beef, Bergen John. Stop. Bergen John. <laughs> oh my God. We were talking, I was telling Drow about this. I don't know if you have noticed, but every time you make cider when you're over here, I'll have some and I'll be like, oh yeah, that's good Jones. And I've never explained it. I'm going to take the time. There was a, for those who have been on the internet a while and remember homestarrunner.com, there was a holiday themed episode of some or another on homestarrunner.com. And this like nebulous cup of hot liquid was referred to as a cup of hot Jones. (laughs) (laughs) And up here a couple times, it's like strong bad in one scene. It's just like sips on and be like, oh, that's good Jones. And so now whenever like, warm drink season rolls around and I have cider, I end up saying it just so y'all's know. Anyway, we last left our apple cider. Uh, y'all is making your way down to Hellside. You're weaving your way down the uh, uh, switchback pathway and switch scaffolding. The swi- Here we are now in Alkenstein. Uh, <laughs> is this a Nickelback scaffolding? <sighs> Look at this Hellside. Look at this switchback. <laughs> Every time I do it makes me act. <laughs> Look at this graph. Do people listen to this show anymore? No. <laughs> listen, uh, if you're listening to this right now, mm. you're one of the rare few. Who can tolerate this much bullshit good, on a weekly basis. Good on you. You are someone special. Here's like to you. People you. actually like I'm us. I'm in love with you. And uh, we're just chaos goblins who made a podcast. Except for Bridgie. Bridgie P. Yeah, Bridgie the, the great betrayer. The great betrayer. The great listener. Okay. So, uh, but, so. 
you were making your way down to Funky Town, uh, and you were accosted by this robed hooded figure uh you didn't know who or really even what they were but chester had felt like some sort of tickle in his mind when he was thinking about their plan and their investigation with uh the person who had hired the powder keg punks shoma lyserius and when he thought about him he felt this itch in his mind and this person turned to look alonzo being really uh, observant was able to spot it uh, and you tried to get away in what has become the shortest chase scene <laughs> in third gallon history. Uh, you overcame one obstacle. Uh, I gave you an extra round that you probably didn't deserve and you still couldn't get past the second obstacle. Uh, and he caught up with you and started fighting. Um, and you guys put him down pretty quick. Was, uh, Not before he hurt us. We just recorded the episode previous and uh, I think we had like 30 minutes of banter and then like maybe 20 minutes of combat. Um, so I did end up looking up the monster because <gasps> I did wait until afterwards. It's just like stats or just a picture? I was going to talk about it. So why don't you tell us? Oh. Okay. So uh, this guy's a demon. Oh, not really. Actually. <laughs> well, kind of. <laughs> this is just about as much as it says. He is a div. What's a div? Oh, is that like a, a genie. genie? Uh, divs are a family of fiends spawned oh. from the spirits of evil genies within the desolation of Abaddon. So it's, oh. we're all correct and we're all wrong. Most divs are neutral evil. They typically have greater dark vision and weakness to cold, iron, religion? and good damage. Yeah. Not planes? I looked it up. What? It has the fiend trait uh -huh. and in the table of what goes with what fiend goes with religion. You know what? That makes sense. I, I like that. That makes so, sense. One interesting thing about this guy, uh, is he hates beautiful stuff. Yeah. Uh, that's why he hated Chester. That's why yeah. he hated Chester. Oh. That's why he hated Chester. The one I looked up says they choose the most physically becoming foe. Yeah. Well, the most beautiful or charismatic mortal. You'll want oh. some other art of this. I'm not sure if I'll be able to share this in the video because of Gosh. I need to figure out where it comes from. But yeah. uh, here's another picture of what these guys look like. They got cloven the, hoopsies. Uh, this is from Archive of Nethys. Oh, look at him. It's spooky. I don't like it. It's bad. You got satyr feet. Um, I don't but yeah, like it. <laughs> I'll go ahead and tell you. So basically the way this was set up to work is there is a uh, chase scene. And if you stay away from him, you do have to fight him in the end. But the more longer you run away from him, the, the more damage he's taking. He takes damage. He gets status debuffs. <sighs> Mm. And if you make it all the way to the end of the chase scene, you fight him at like a, uh, oh, what is it called? I want to get this right. A very weakened state? No, 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 no. It's hilarious. Oh. Um, basically, there's like a carnival space set up and you end up fighting mm. him down there and you're like an art exhibition. And he's so irritated by all the art around him. He mm. takes like minus fours to everything he does. Oh my goodness. That is so fun. I shouldn't and say yet, he. It is they. We, um, uh... We just fought it because we failed the chase. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. you'll never know why he went after you. I know. You. That kind of makes me yeah. sad. Well, I don't yeah. think we had much. Could we have talked to this thing? Oh, probably not much. Okay. But. I was about to yeah, say, okay. the way you phrase that, you made it sound like we could have found out something. Yeah. But what a fun little fight. Uh, mm -hmm. It hurt my mind. What the hell was that thing? I don't know. 
Oh, it reached into my mind and it made me confused. It saw all my embarrassing moments. It it was after uh Lou Lus Shoma Lysirius. Shoma It was after Shoma Lysirius. It knew I was thinking about uh him them? Him, it, him, I believe. Him. I'm just him. glad I saw it. Knew it knew I was thinking about him, and that's why it came after us. It was after him, too. It wanted to know where he was. But we, sh- we should fall back. I'm we hurt. need to get out. We need to vacate the premises because we just had a fight with a giant anime bomb fist thing. I am still glowing, by the way. Yeah, we need to move. <laughs> Cloak over here. Stop glowing. Don't stand next to me. You'll take force damage. Go! Chester uh, falls in the river. Uh, oh, God. I'm going to take my job as the paranoid rogue very seriously. Like, uh, let's get out of here. I'm just saying, based off of that image you showed us, if Chester fell, he dead. <laughs> yeah. That's a long fall. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, if you fell off, at the, especially you just started going downhill side, yeah. you would be in for quite a drop. I'd have time to think about it before it hit the bottom. Yeah, you'd be yeah. like, you'd think about huh. it and you'd say huh. something like, ah, and then you die. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chester would like to go back to the tavern. He would like to rest and return here tomorrow. I think that we should go in a roundabout way back. Yeah. Oh yeah, not the I way mean, we came. There's only one way up. But, yeah, but, but, but after once we're up we there, we should, up, we should take a different, take some, yeah. some turns. We should be right. clever. The shield marshals are and, looking um, for us, DM. I'm just going to say that like, I am head on a swivel, always being perceptive about what's going on now that we have wanted posters. Yeah. Head swiveling like an owl's. So. Full 360 degrees. You hear his Alonzo neck snap. Alonzo is dead. Alonzo, Alonzo just dead. doesn't <laughs> rest anymore in, in public unless they're under disguise. Uh, I will say, uh, as you you finish the fight, um, we don't it doesn't have mechanical implications really, but like the crowd of people around you is kind of freaked out and scatters. The wall, the like uh, illusory wall that uh, blocked your way originally, kind of fizzles out, and you put on the cloaks and start blending in as you move up, uh, and you see shield marshals like working their way down hellside to figure out what happened. Uh, Although the only evidence you really have left behind you is just like a scorch mark. Yeah. Yeah. A scorch mark and a bomb mark too. Yeah, that's fair. I doubt it bled when I hit it. and death. Did it bleed when it got hit? Uh, no. That demon blood. Do you bleed? blood. You will. (laughs) Uh, All right, so you make it up uh, back to... uh, We gonna report this to Miss Dunsmith. Make it back up to Ferris Quarter and Smokeside. Uh, you work your way around to the Barrel and Bullet. You just talked to Dunsmith. I know. Like an hour or yeah. so ago. Yeah, but <laughs> we're going to come back much worse for wear. Uh, you walk into the Barrel and Bullet uh, at this point. It's about five o'clock, so there's some people drinking. Uh, I'm going to need a shot of whiskey after that. Uh, what do you guys do? <laughs> Chester just I'm goes good. into the back room because he knows Dun- immediately. Dun- he knows Dunsmith will see him. I'm gonna go and speak directly to Dunsmith, trying to usher them. Well, back. hey, welcome back to the Barrel and Bullet Saloon. She says under her guise, "What can I get for you?" A whiskey. Oh, sure. Here you go. We were blood, actually blood, blood. hoping to look at your stock in the back. Right now. Oh, the sarsaparilla. Yes. Got it. Chester's already back there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Alonzo got himself the stiff stuff after that. So, uh, I assume we're already going back? Yeah, you go back to the back yes, room and we she were sits down with y'all. by a div. Y'all back so soon. Y'all yes. must have run in something horrible. Listen, I signed you... up for shield marshals. I signed up for robots and goblins. I didn't sign up for fiends. 
There was a fiend a that fiend? was looking for the person that we're looking for. What, Sam Hill? I'm going to assume that we knew it was at least some kind of devil or fiend, not exactly what it was, because we all felt yes. our checks. I'll say you knew with how... Whenever he died, he screamed, I'm a fiend! <laughs> I'm a... Ah! I'm going I'm back a, to not hell, but the other plane. I'm a div, you <laughs> idiots. Uh, no, but Goodbye, devil, I'm a div. Nah. <laughs> uh, you went with your checks. I think you would know enough to know that it was otherworldly. Okay. Not of the material okay. plane. We saw something that was an eye surrounded by teeth. Terrifying I didn't teeth. sign up for planar creatures. On the way to hell, sad? Yes. Yes. Right well, up I there mean, on the scaffold. This city's pretty cosmopolitan. That I, he ran out and attacked you. We I, killed it. I don't suppose if you let me look through my um your journal or books something? real quick, I could roll rather than a knowledge quote unquote knowledge check. A uh, I, mean, I suppose re-roll my check. Honestly, I will. I'll let you re-roll out of combat. Um. Oh, that's an eighteen on the die. Plus, <laughs> this is religion six. Oh, my drinking heart mutagen's over. Uh, plus seven is 25. 25? Da. Yeah, you, you identify it uh, once you grab your, like, you go up to your your room uh, and get some of your books and references, and you identify this as an agash div. Uh, that's, for anyone listening, A-G-H-A-S-H. That's the type of div. Agash, comma, div. Uh, oh, 24, but I don't mm. think that matters much. It doesn't matter. Um you recognize that's an extra planar creature. And with that one, I would give you the kind of things that we talked about that it hates beauty. Yeah. Um, Chester, I say if you bring your books down and you're like talking about this with Dunsmith, you know enough with that role to know that like someone probably had to summon this creature Ugh. and make some sort of deal with it. Kind of people were fat and they're summoning creatures. Somebody else is after. <laughs> You can't get that name, can you? Snivel. Shoma Lyserius. Someone else is after Shoma Lyserius, too. Shoma, 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 Someone willing to summon otherworldly creatures. But he went after you. Because I was thinking about Shoma, and he could see into my mind. He won't know where he was. Holy shit, really? Yes. My mind was itching, and that's when Alonzo tapped me and said, look at that eyeball face. That's why and you that reacted. that was the eyeball face. And then it was like, hey, tell me where Shoma is. And then it died. <laughs> <laughs> it died by looking in. What do you got in your mind that made it we die? We killed it. Um, oh, we killed oh. it after that. I blew it apart. <clears throat> oh, wow. Really? Yes. Yeah. But that like, was very fun. What the hell? Man, I don't know, but this bugs me more and more. We got to get to the bottom of this. I, I've done some research, but like y'all were just here like two hours ago. Yeah, I, I don't expect yeah. more information. You just need to know. The only thing I've been able to get up on Shoma since y'all been gone is that he's some sort of dropout from the college. Ugh. Long time ago, he dropped out. Dropouts, am I right? <laughs> Chester. You got kicked out. Looking side to side. Yeah, dropouts, am I right? <laughs> I'm also a dropout. Uh, the only <laughs> thing, I mean, that's not uh, too important on its own, but like, I don't know. He's been around for a while. I, I, I asked Gattleby about him because they're from the same class, but he didn't know him, so. Mm. Pathetic. Well, we're only be heading back that way tomorrow, but we're. Gattleby we're should know everybody. Resting. He's very clearly all mentally there. That's right. He is like. So aware of everything around him. He really likes and steak and really cheese fries. So and a really social person. 
That's how that cheese was going to his brain. Yeah, he must be from Philadelphia. <laughs> yes, very much so. The scum. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, we got like a shaken party here. That was not what we expected. No. Certain feigns, but. Well, you know. I mean, yeah, y'all free to rest here as much as you need, but like, clearly this is something serious. If, if I dig up anything extra on it, I'll let you know, but you know. We'll stop back by before we leave tomorrow. We also. Well, I mean, I'll just let, I'll, I'll just let you know, but like, yeah. it's, these things take time. Yeah. We've only just yes. got this name. Yeah, I spent enough. Our okay. fight also stirred up quite a bit of shield marshal activity, yeah, we so yeah. we need to let down. the heat cool down. Well, it's a good thing you got those hats off me, because they'll probably help you move around town. Yeah. Yes. It is difficult being a big metal cat. I, I suspect it would be. But it is difficult being me, but just it's, because it's not apparently easy. I'm the most handsome out of all of us. To be but I will say, at least it, it, in your case, it is also difficult being flesh. Because uh, eh, eh, flesh is weak, flesh but you're, is you don't have that struggle. Anyway, uh, y'all rest here as much as you need. Good attempt, Dunsmith. I try. I do appreciate I am what un- you are doing. I am untrained in humor. You Not everybody can be bar. a charisma cat. You should be great at this. Bard? Bar, you, you own, own a, a bar. bar. Oh. You should be great at this, Miss Spy person. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I love how our, uh, our mode of modus operandi is do something, report to Phoebe. Do something, report to Phoebe. I work for the Empress, but I don't know how to can talk we to people. Listen, I can talk duchess? to people, I can wheel and deal. <laughs> but that doesn't mean I'm good at stand up comedy. It should. We host plays here, not stand-up comedians. <laughs> you should expand your repertoire. I want to go rest. <laughs> we'll yeah, I'm, I'm a little hurt, too. I'm going to talk to Gattleby. Chester's going to talk to people around the bar. He'll find someone who he spoke to before. Yes. Uh, and and Sykir is not going to cut any, like, they're not going to flower up the conversation. It's just immediately, you don't know anything about this person? Give what? Us- <laughs> Give me slick. You go into the the back room. Where's my lizard? The the alchemy lab that they've set up for him, which is in like another building. Uh, Chester's been there before. He's got like his like goggles on, holding up something. There's a scorch mark on the wall. What? What do you know about the Reapers? The Reapers. What's his name again? Shomalizerius. What do you know Jesus about Shomalizerius? <laughs> <laughs> Am I the only one who can remember this name? Yes. Yeah, apparently, and then me. Uh, Shoma, Shoma. I, that name sounds familiar, but uh, I can't say I know any Lizerius. Familiar from where? Familiar how? I don't know, man. Do I look like I know people? No. Well, I'm not there. <laughs> it's like you're just whips around thinking they heard Chester. Who are you looking at? You hear things? Meow. Uh, oh, I understand. I'm in your head now. I mean, I'm sorry, but I, I, it sounds familiar a little bit, but it doesn't mean I can pin the place where it's from. Shoma Lizerius from college. Shoma Lizerius Shoma. from the bar. Shoma Lizerius from the apothecary shop. Oh, you know what? There was a, um... Oh? Oh, man. I'm really racking my brain here. I remember I had a lab partner named Shoma Lizerius. A oh, lab oh, that partner? that was years ago. From whenever was, you were studying? Yeah, back when I was a student at the college. Uh, I think his last name was Lizeriumosis? 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 
I don't know. Oh. I kill him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, it was some some dude. He had really bright hair. Was it dyed? I don't remember. Were they a gnome? I don't know, man. Probably not. I would have remembered they them tall? being shorter. It wasn't someone... We uh, heard that they were an Ifrit. Can it wasn't confirm? someone of mechanical, like, shortness. I, maybe, maybe... All I remember is they had, like... Like a robot. Oh, shut up. Like I, fire? Fire hair? Listen, I'm just... Maybe... I'd, I, at this point, it feels like you could be seeding information into my memory. And it could be wrong. Okay. Would I, would I do that? I mean, I could let you go down whatever path you want if you just want to fill in information, but I, I vaguely remember working with some dweeb named Shoma in a lab. It was a little irritating, but he was smart enough. So, Gattleby Solid. is calling this guy a dweeb. Look, game <laughs> recognizes game, all right? Was he any good at what he did? I don't remember. This was college. You don't remember college? Yeah, and my remember of who was good at what in college doesn't count for shit all these years later. Well, it counts now! Listen, people, I'm sorry that people I who are really good at the college game are kind of, eh, once you get out of it. You gotta have the hunger. In my case, for explosions. I see. As after Thank he you. says Goodbye. this, a vial explodes in the background. See? Perfect I in pick the craft. Up slick. No, don't take him. He's mine. No. He's my baby. I leave. My son. <laughs> no! Quick, <laughs> <laughs> call the shield marshals. Kidnap my son. Throws a growth potion at Slick. Uh, Chester, you said you wanted to talk to someone in the bar? Yeah, I'll just talk to people. Uh, is there anyone, like, specifically... Remind you... me who's in the bar. Um, well, some of the regulars you see here... Uh, one guy's here almost every night. Uh, it's that Shuni. I think I've told you about. Dog person. Looks like a pug mm-hmm. person. Uh, a pug yeah. guy? Uh, his name is Alson. Alson Yuman. He's at the bar almost every night. Oh, my God. Um, you also see the bartender. We had Phoebe there, but the main person manning the bar on a regular basis is this uh, goblin uh, guy named Nickel. Nickel Burnwater. He's Nicol like, uh, if you watch him, he like can juggle the bottle of whiskey, the shaker, and like the jig and every in your glass, and like do 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 do, shake him up and make a drink. He's that's, really pretty slick. That's cool. Um, no, this is slick. Oh, you shut up. Uh-huh. Uh, you know the bouncer here is named Urshop. Uh, it's this really buff uh, lady catfolk bouncer at the door. Mm. These are the people you see here regularly. Um, and then there's any number I of love, normal patrons. I love the concept of that NPC. I'm sorry, but just like the the biggest, buffest lady cat. Yeah, you're doing. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Urshep, actually, the description of her in the book reminds me of Kat's hey, old character from when we played Tomb of Annihilation. Oh, Thunder That Rumbles Ground. Thunder That Rumbles Ground. Uh. I loved Thunder That Rumbles Ground. It was a, it's not Kitsune. No, tabaxi. that was, that was tabaxi. 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 I can't remember the 5e term for cat person. Kitsune's fox person, technically. Yeah. So. And they don't exist in 5e. Yeah, it's a Pathfinder thing. But yeah, you're Tabaxi... Barbarian, right? Yes, barbarian. Mm-hmm. Your tabaxi barbarian has one of the most epic moments in my head of clearing a dungeon full of traps because the strategy with Thunder That Rumbles Ground was I rage, I walk into the yep. trap, I take half damage. My <laughs> barbarian who did the rogue job. Yeah. Yep. Turns out you don't need a rogue if you have enough hit points and yep. anger. 
Hey, uh, is there anyone in particular talking to Chester? Are you looking to get any information? I don't know. Do any of the people here look like learned types? What do you mean by learned types? Like, the biggest thing we have now is we know that someone's after Lyserius that's willing to summon planar creatures. Uh, so... I don't think anyone in a tavern, a random person in a tavern, would be able to help me with that, unless they were like a learned person I could pick up what they learned or what they what they know about. Otherwise, he's just going to talk to people and you know, detox, relax. All right, I'm going to make a flat check. Okay. Uh, you ask around, you find this guy Steve. Okay. With a big cowboy hat, is like. You know what? I just heard people come from other planes. Uh, and here's what you gotta know. There's like, there's nine other things, right? And you got one axis that goes like, good, neutral, evil. And you got another one that goes lawful, neutral, chaotic. And so, you throw a dart at one of them and you get like different types of creatures come off with planes. That's how you be book smart. You are absolutely right. You are a very book smart person. Mm-hmm. Prowlisek. My name's Steve Prilosek. <laughs> oh my god. I want to go talk to the dog, man. Hey, Chester, how's you going? Hey, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. You want to play some cards? Oh, yeah, hell yeah. All right. Let's play some cards. Why don't we roll, uh... Oh, what would this be? What skill check would this be? Depends on if you're doing this, like, by the by the actual rules or if you're cheating out your ass, Chester. Chester's going to keep... He, he likes these people here. Let's just do flat checks. Flat check. All right. Nine. Natural one. Huh! Wow! <laughs> Dog is bad at poker. Damn, you're pretty good at this game, Chester. Ah. Let me buy you around. What you like to drink? Ah, give me ale. Let me get you pumpkin spice ale. All right! <laughs> yeah! Peppermint spiced pumpkin ale. You hold on Oh, now. my God. That's <laughs> not... Uh, you share a drink with Olsen. Uh, Olsen can drink a lot, but due to the shape of his uh, pug-adjacent shuny mouth, he spills a little bit. He he does, however, carry with him a small steel bowl that he'll occasionally pour stuff into. That is so cute. If you kill I this have... man, I will burn this podcast to the ground. I have a question. Yes? Can he breathe? <laughs> yes, is he brachiophilic? Uh, does Psyche know anybody that might be able to do this, being that they interacted with a fair portion of the magical folk in this city? Do what? All summon? Yes. Um, do you have Alkenstar lore? No. Uh, do you have society or religion? No. Yes. Roll re- religion, uh, religion. It is. Can I make a? Can I ask you something else? <laughs> sure. With my knowledge check on this thing, would I have found out if it had any weaknesses? Yeah. Uh, we actually <laughs> talked about them uh, up top, but um. I mean, so beauty and all that, but like. No, they have physical, like mechanical weaknesses to good damage and cold iron. Both of them are five. Okay. Good. Fifteen total. Yes. I'll say that you know no one related to Bry has really done summoning of stuff like this at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least not in your experience. Uh, it takes a good amount of magic, uh, and you can't think of any other religious sects. That doesn't mean there aren't any, but you can't think of any other ones that you know that would be able to summon a creature like this. Hmm. I might go confer. See if I can sneak my way into the Church of Bry. Uh, okay, what are you looking to do there? Uh, interact with the people there, see if they know anybody. I mean, at this point in the day, Psyche here, it is also like five, six o'clock, so mm-hmm. the church doesn't have like open stuff going on so much. Like, there's definitely people there, 
I will try to speak with somebody since it's not going to be very busy. Is there a mechanical thing that you're angling to try to roll, like Maybe gather information? Maybe try to gather information, yeah. Uh, what's the target of your gather information? Uh, summoning Shoma. divs or Shoma? Let's let's do summoning divs. All right, so you're trying to summon divs uh, mm-hmm. or learn about summoning divs or just extra planar creatures in general? Yes, let's just do a summoner. See if anybody here has healed damage from somebody summoning up a... A, a bad creature. Uh, all right, so you uh, you go over to the Church of Bry. You make your way in. What part of it are you going towards? Just like the main worship hall. Like, give me some details of who you're looking to talk to. Um, I would like to speak to somebody who's not too high up on the rungs, and I would probably not go in through the main entrance. I would try to make myself as, seem as though I belong there because I do. Uh, and. Just sort of enter. Uh, so you go in. Uh, you need know that there is. Uh, it would be quite a walk because you have to go to Skyside, which is the other. We have to cross the bridge basically. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a you know, big temple of main temple of Bry here. It's one of the central ones. Uh, just for Bri worshippers in general, and uh, Alkenstar hosts it. Uh, you know, there's not a lot going on right now, but there's some people studying in the library at the big temple of Bri. Um, you go there, and you remember a cleric by the name of... Well, why don't we do it like this? What is the name of your cleric friend you remember there? Because I have, I have cleric names I can generate, but Conrad. I'll let you... Conrad. Is this mm-hmm. a he, him? Yes. All right, so you go there to your friend, Conrad, uh, Conrad Jackson. <laughs> you go there, and he's studying, and he says, Oh, hey there, Sack here. Uh, shh, I haven't seen you around here in a while. What you doing around these parts? We have a question to ask. You doing okay? I heard there was some funny business that got you kicked out. I seen Very a poster. unfortunate. Okay. Well, what's your question? I always knew you was pretty up and up. You... You know, you you say some fun things from time to time, but you've always been good to me. So what, what, what can I do to help you? I wanted to know if you've had anybody come in needing healing after a brush with summoned extraplanar creatures. Oh, you know, I don't do a ton of healing. Um, no, I mean, most of the healing around here. You say extraplanar? Yes. Have you seen anybody who's able to do that? No, I mean, that's a, like, uh, in our spell catalog, that's a fifth level kind of deal so it's quite a thing to summon a creature at least to the power that you're talking about um now most of the injuries is normal you know oh jim bob the alchemist burned his hand off or uh tim the, the clockwork gear person got his foot stuck in the gears and ripped off a toenail like you know that stuff you saw it i am very well acquainted with the mishaps of alchemy yeah, uh, but uh, no, I mean, what is even a, uh, <laughs> what does that kind of look like? Have you seen an extra planar creature? Yes, we killed an Argast. Argast, he starts flipping through the books. A gash. Uh, an, a gash, eh? I'll let you roll gather information, and I'll, what I'll say is you can roll diplomacy or occultism. I'd rather roll diplomacy. All right. I'm trying to be nice to this person. Boop. 24. 24. Give me a second. I've, you know, I've heard of this once. And he pulls down some books on fiends and genies and starts like, yeah, here we go. Yeah, it looks like someone have to summon these guys here. Or 
There's also been cases where if you couldn't like magically type cast a spell to summon them in certain places where there's like rips in the planes people can ask these things or perform certain like rituals and whatnot makes it easier but no i know that we don't do any of that stuff here really or at least i'm not familiar with us doing any sort of summoning types things but like there's a list here of different cults in the area that have done this but if I could have that information, that would be great. Oh, we could get to kill some mercers. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. But I, I'm just, I'm looking here, and the way this formatted makes it look like something's missing. Oh. Mm. You see that? It looks like the indentation there, but someone's cleared it out. But none of these cults, like, I mean, I know all of them. No one would have done something like that. Summon this thing. Well, someone clearly did. And not all of these are even active in Alconstar, just in the region. Plus, you know, magic here is kind of wonky, so it'd be impressive. Yeah. I'm sorry, I, I can't help you more than that, but maybe some sort of some sort of cult summoned it up. That's all I can help really give you. Thank you. Don't tell anyone I was here. Yeah, of course. Uh, did you mind telling me, like, what happened? Where you been? Hiding. Well, I mean, I get that, but, like, did you do something? I'm being blamed for something that oh. has not transpired. Well, I, I won't ask who's after you or whatever, because I imagine that's information that's dangerous for me, but I mm-hmm. uh, hope you figure it out. Uh, you might want to tuck your cloak in a little bit extra, but yeah, you should be able to get out without much fanfare. Thank you. Uh, and you make your way back to the barrel and bullet. By the time you get back, it's going to be definitely dark. Yeah. Uh, Alonzo, what are you doing? Alonzo sits down after he's had his whiskey and he realizes something very sobering with his face on a poster he needs to make probably hit one of his last few contacts with his beloved Eleanor um, just in case they try to get to her so he he drafts her a very heartfelt letter um, letting her know that he won't be able to speak of her for a little while so uh, he he's just kind of sitting in his room, holding his hat in his hands. It's a it's a sobering night for him to um to see his face on the wall and on the poster and all, and he's starting to think about what this means for him and his his girl to uh you know try to actually clear his name and get revenge for this. Right, right. It's ca- it's it's gotten real now that he's got a wanted poster. What is uh what is what is her name? Eleanor. 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 My beloved. My beloved. <laughs> Jacob's been watching a lot of Bricky. <laughs> Maybe we'll take a look into uh, what's in that letter in a little bit. Uh, but he's writing this letter. Uh, does it take like most of your evening? Yeah, because he keeps crumpling it up and restarting and things like that. Of course, he burns every one of the... Uh, of the ones that don't turn out. Does this... I know we we had that moment a little bit briefly because we were trying to get away from the freaking snake last time. <laughs> but how... Uh, obviously, this really affects Alonzo because he has a, a relationship still in Alkenstar. But does this affect uh, Chester or, or Psykeer at all? Chester wasn't in the Academy for super long before this all happened, I'm assuming. Um, so he hadn't really had the best chance to make a lot of friends. Uh, what this ultimately hasn't affected Chester too much other than his future plans. But as far as people he cares about, 
in the city, he has no family and no one that he greatly cares about. If his mom were to ever come and visit or something, or if Muglin were to find out that, you know, Chester's one of the people who robbed the bank and threatened to send people after his mom out in the Manaways, that'd be a little bit different. But as it stands right now, it's not horribly horrible. He has no one that's in danger right now. Right. Sykir? I mean, there are connections at the Church of Bry, but Sykir has been exiled, basically. So I don't think that there's going to be much of an interaction there. They had friendly relationships, probably not like, you know, we're best buddies, but probably close enough. Like Conrad. Like Conrad. And um, Sykir's tribe has not had contact with them for a while. So I don't think that's going to be an issue. So Sykir's tribe would probably be the one thing you'd be worried about. Like Alonzo is worried about with Eleanor and Chester's worried about his mom. Sykir would be worried about things damaging your relationship with your old tribe that you came from. But they're not in the city. They're not in the city, no. They are drifters. Gotcha. Uh, Well, unless unless any of you have any other scenes you want to set up tonight, are you ready to move to the next day? Sykir still had slick, by the way. (laughs) Sykir has officially kidnapped Slick. Okay. Uh, You come back to the barrel and bullet with Slick on your shoulder. You see uh, Gattleby eating his signature dish. Steak and cheese fries. Listen, I have access to the good kush, and I'm going to use it. Can I have Slick back now? No. He wants a cheese fry. Give him a cheese fry, then. Can you put him on the table? You can feed him on my shoulder. If Slick wanted oh. to be with him so bad, he would grow wings and fly to him. <laughs> and I then can, Slick grows wings. I can arrange that. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm sure. I'm sure that's something that Gattleby could arrange. I can fix that. <laughs> uh, Slick eats a cheese fry. It's walks like on the table for a little bit. Down. Okay, walks on the table for a little bit and like tries to bite the steak, but can't chew it. Oh my god. Alright, well, uh, the night uh, comes and goes. It is now the next morning. We heal to full. We'll, I just like to say we'll get psyched. Oh, I am not to going out there with anything less than full health. All the way yes. back up to full. Of course. Uh, it is now Oath Day, aka Thursday. What are you guys doing in the morning? Oh, nothing that's going to hurt us. Nothing. You stop adventuring. We stop. We win the adventure path. Vengeance mm. is overrated. We move to the mana waste and start a farm. That's right. Mama, I'm home. Alonzo, um, you know, quietly sends out his letter and he's a little bit more um, sober and morose this morning, but he gets on going. He has some bacon and eggs for breakfast. Oh, bacon oh, and eggs. Bacon and eggs. Bacon, what a good bacon, breakfast. Bacon, bacon, bacon. Uh, what do you guys want to do today? Suppose we want to head back down. In the morning, straight away. Oh, just spare time. Um. Well, would the morning be good? Because it might be a good time for us to go out in the morning. Just got it out again. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll still head down that way, but we'll we'll head down there with the intent of scouting before we approach. There's a chance that with most of our work not being early morning stuff, yeah. that we won't be as easily spotted. That's true. We've done most of our work at night and late afternoon. You guys wearing the hats on the way over there? Hmm. Absolutely. Wait, should we not wear our hats for talking to Shoma Lyserius if we find them? Lee not. We will save them. Just gonna disguise myself. <laughs> later. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. So easily swayed. It's a fair point. I mean, it's we're like just maybe dress differently city. and such. Uh, all right. 
uh, you make your way back to Hellside. I'll show you again really quick the little visualization. I love the visualization of, of Hellside. Hellside. And it would be such a thing to live on the side of a cliff like that. Terrifying. Yeah. And may I remind you, like, this isn't some, like, wild west town with short, like, like fragile wooden buildings. Yeah. Like, this is a city. And there's, like, across the way from Smokeside and, like, Capital District and everything, there's, like, tall stone tower fortresses and bronze skyscrapers. Terrifying. Uh, and then, so you're working your way down Hellside on this, like, carved into the side of the cliff and, like, scaffolding. There's the, the screw, which is the big thing. The ships go up and down. And then these these the crane that moves does, things around Hellside. Does the humidity in the air like rise as we get lower and closer to the water? Oh yeah, it's Ooh. less dry down there. Definitely. If you would let me, I thought about something. Okay. Could you let me do quote unquote research and pursue a lead into these divs and replace my um punks punks with the divs? Sure. Awesome. Uh, you make your way down the winding. Uh, switchback paths through Hellside. Uh, you see a bunch of different things. You see that carnival set up. No one's there because it's the morning. There was a big celebration or something going on yesterday. Uh, you see shops starting to open uh, for the ships going up and down the screw. Uh, you see once you get towards the bottom, there's some like real slippery wet walkways. Oh. Um, but you make your way down, 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 down near the down. bottom. And like, remember, this is a big old thing. Yeah, you can see that these these are buildings and stuff. Yeah, those little orange and yellow things are buildings, right? Yep. Uh, and you work it's your like way. It's like its own town. Yeah, you work your way down. Why don't I take you to the map? Oh, let's go to the map. Uh, as you approach the bottommost part of this part of Hellside, uh, you see the front of this apartment structure. Uh, there's a um. But a dwarf would hate living out here. Yeah, probably. Why would a dwarf hate it? It's, you're basically living in the air. I mean, but you're not always on scaffolding. There's like dug into the rock too. I know, but still. Uh, but you see this ap- burrows sideways. <laughs> you see this apartment <laughs> complex called Hollow Manor Estates. Hmm. Uh, Ooh, estates. <laughs> they don't look particularly fancy, but they don't look horrible either. Uh, and you follow your way to the address labeled, which is I1 or I number one. Uh, and you uh, make your way to this door. Let me put you on the map. So you guys are on the scaffolding part of mm-hmm. it right now. You can see the river oh. off the side there. How far down is And you is see the, the door. Uh, I'm pinging it for you guys on the map. Yeah, there's the door. How far down is the water? Um, That's a good question, honestly. Because from here, it doesn't look that bad. But according to that other map... According to the other picture, it looks pretty far. Probably at least 120 feet, if not closer to like 180, 200-ish. Oof. Hmm. Oof, shubapadoo. But you see the door and the label. What do you do? Is this the door to an apartment building or like a building? A specific like... It's a a specific apartment. There's like a range of doors and whatnot. You see the one... Shall I go knock? You know we never what? got to scope it we out. We always try to sneak around, and we try to be, you know, stealthy. We could just go say hi, be like, howdy, I'll, neighbor. I will go up and knock, then. I uh-huh. Are we going go in disguise? You. Or are we going as ourselves? I mean, he has, yeah, he has no reason to know us, so we'll just mm-hmm. go up as ourselves. Uh, all yes. right. You go so up t- I'll go up and knock. You go up to the door, and you see the unit number I1 carved into the... The, the rock wall One here. I. 
A gash. I'd prefer A1. A gash. I would like the steak sauce. Like the steak sauce. Oh my steak god. Sauce. Uh, you also see five lines of what appear to be black soot staining the door. I don't like that. Uh, under the carved unit number. Like his hand? It looks like someone with a dirty hand like steadied themselves on the wall. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That doesn't look He's good. He's going to be dead. That doesn't look good. That doesn't look door good. Door is locked. Uh, you we knock. knock. We didn't try to open it. Oh, you notice it's locked. Oh, okay. I mean, we can assume it's locked. Uh, you knock and you wait and nothing happens. Five minutes. Knock again. Is there like a window that's low that we could uh, what's the, try to get a peek through? What's that really annoying knock? The guy ba, from ba, da, da, da. the, the, what's it? Big thing. Oh, knock, 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 Lyserius. Knock, 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 Lyserius. Knock, 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 Lyserius. <laughs> Oddly enough, there's no obvious windows into this apartment. Well, we tried to be nice. Is there many people out and about? No, you're near the bottom. Oh, you could a- kind of make a people wall around <clears throat> me while I attempt to pick it. Activate people wall. Chewbapadu. We T-pose directly on either side because of Alonzo. Because that's totally not suspicious. him and don't looking straight suspicious. down at him. Don't be suspicious. Won't suspect a thing. Alonzo, make me uh, what I'm assuming you want to do, uh, a thievery yeah. check. I'll attempt to pick the lock. Go ahead. Every day I wake up and I'm oh me. My uh, goodness. Was it a five? It's a one. Oh, one. oh my a, god! That's a critical failure. Just, hey, do you have a bottle cap? I do. Uh, do you want to spend I, it? Um, I, I guess wait, I'm wait. gonna have to. Do, I don't do, wait, have wait, any wait. more extra lock picks. Wait, did we buy like four things of lock picks? Unle- for if you? we put them in the bag, I only had two. Okay, check the bag. I thought we bought like a bunch even, of spares. I thought you did, yeah. Yeah, and I, I think got, that we I had like through a bunch of them. I think that we had like four. I think that you were carrying two. I think yeah. that we have two left. Okay, you. I think you're right. Okay, so then I'll try again. I won't. I'll break my picks. <laughs> you you t pose in front of Alonzo. He gets nervous and then chink. <laughs> uh, make me another lock. Ch- uh, uh, I put another check. point it's in okay. lock picking. It's okay. I keep t posing. Okay. Don't worry. I think I got it this time. Natty eight, but that's better. Total um, of total of nineteen. That'll be one success. Make another check. Let's go. If an eight can do it, then I should be fine. So long as I don't <laughs> roll know. really bad. Should keep knocking as he's trying nine. to lock. <laughs> so nine that total. Makes it, that makes it a twenty. Uh, you you succeed and the lock opens. Ooh. You notice it is of not very great construction. You only took uh, two 50, DC 15 checks. Ah, you know, so it ain't on. a very good lock. I could have done better. Nizerius? Dead silent. Oh, no, I opened this door for you guys. What is your thievery check? 11. I'm going to okay. step in. My next one I'm going to up probably is going to be acrobatics. What does it smell like in there? Why don't I read you some flavor text <gasps> as you step into oh, this apartment? I like flavor. A shadowy 30-foot long hallway opens up to a room Holy at the shit. south end. Uh, where a dim light flickers. A single door to the north leads outside, which you are standing at, and a door to the west stands perpendicular along the hallway. I'll go first. Oh, um, I am the meat shield. By the by, I, I handed you a po- uh, Draken Heart Mutagen Elixir. Solid, solid, moderate, solid. like I did last time. All right, so Thank as you. you guys enter this uh, long, dark hallway, you see that dim light flickering at the end. Just... Uh, just like here. Spooky. Uh, who's going in first? I'll, I'll go first. Okay. okay. I am the meat shield. 
And uh, I'll be crossbow. Why don't you make me a perception check, Alonzo? Loaded and ready. Uh-oh. Can everybody do it? Uh, Alonzo's in the apartment. I am in the Alonzo's the one that's going to get hit by the trap. Hey, hey, I have the best chance. I mean. To take it. Wait, he's with my die tonight. Um, another nine for 17. I'm going to roll the big purple. Don't see anything. Uh, Alonzo, you walk on into the place. Uh, you take a step in. All good. And then before you know it. This is not going to help him. But if we're going into a place like this. uh, 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 Yeah. Um, Chester um, was going to drink an eagle eye elixir. Okay. No, I didn't. Just a note. If I do hit a trap. I do get a plus two circumstance bonus oh, to what, any trap I fail to disarm. What uh, oh, what would your perception check be? It doesn't. It's it oh, affects you just my AC to to save. I see. Well, it's funny you mentioned that, Alonzo. You step on into this place. Uh, you don't notice that there is a pressure plate that you stepped on, and as soon oh, as shit. you open the door and walk into the house, <laughs> in front of you. Uh, down at the uh, end of the hallway where it opens up into that room, you see dropping down from the ceiling a heavy crossbow flipped <gasps> to where like there's some sort of uh, feeding tube up into the ceiling, draws back and fires at you. Oh shit. Do I get a, can I get oh, my shit. bonus to that since I failed you to? You will. It's going to shoot at you for a total of a lot. Uh-oh. Uh, and I don't think it's going to help you because I rolled pretty good. 26? Yeah, no. My plus two bonus doesn't do it. You hit me, but you don't critical me. Good. Very good. You're going to take a total of 18 points of damage. Good, yes! <laughs> As a bolt sticks into your shoulder. Everyone roll initiative. All right, all right. Ooh. Uh, what was your total for perception earlier? Was it 19? Alonzo? Yes. Sorry. Um, unfortunately, that's technically your initiative for this. Okay. Um, uh, Psyche, here, what'd you get? The die and the die take it away. 22. 22. Chester Williams. 19. 19. The tin on I the lied. Die. 23. A heavy crossbow. <laughs> All right. Well, let's start this uh, new round here. Uh, Psyche, here, you go first. You see Alonzo walks in, and then you hear clunk, thwack. As Alonzo gets shot with this crossbow, I imagine what do you he do? probably cries out, "That's a lot of damage." Go to the sides, just, just go to the sides and let it run out. Uh, I'm going to heal him. Uh, going to cast heal? Yes, I am also going to roll the thing. Uh, right? Mm, don't right? do it for this okay. one. Uh, well, uh, mm, mm, hold on, hold okay. on. Mm, so mm, the the key mm. phrase around this is non-trivial combat encounter. You know, 18 damage isn't trivia is not is trivial e- is this just a trap that's gonna run out e. it might he be. said there's a feeding tube uh I'll leave out. other two do you want to roll it or not I'll let you decide no okay don't roll it I don't wanna I don't have any expended spells <laughs> this right. would benefit me in no way I, I, I it's not it's it's not the kind of encounter that I think would trigger okay. the conditions for it, but I was going to let you roll it if you wanted to. Then I'm going to do... I'm going to step to the side. All I'm right. going to do so, the two... Uh, two action heal? Two action version, yes. All right. And this is a specialty spell of mine? Does that mean it is automatically heightened? Uh, signature spell? Yeah. Yes, I believe those I think you're right. Yeah, let me double check, but I think you're right. 
I think it means that I don't need to know oh, no, the yeah. heightened version you of it. You still have to use it at a higher yeah. level slot, but you yeah. don't have to learn a separate version of it. Yeah, you're then, right. Yeah, I'm just going to do that. I'm just going to do the first level. Uh, right. Range of 30 feet. Healing a living creature. Uh, gets plus eight. So a D8 plus eight. Yep. Um, D8. Oh, 10. 10 total? Yes. All right, Alonzo, you get 10 HP back. Oh, thank you. Which helps a lot from the damage you just took. Now it's time to take more. Uh, that will be oh, Sykir's turn. Alonzo, it's your turn. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, I kind of want to try to disarm it, okay. and You're I kind of want to get in. out of the way. Um, well, it's pointed down the hallway. You'd have to move how much it distance like, is Like, where this. did it fall at? I have it on, it's oh, showing see, on the I map see. now. Yeah, let me let me it's look at the map to make my decision. 30 feet away from you, I think. So it's, mm, well, um, Alonzo t- uh, tells his team, stay back. <laughs> He's still got a, um, an arrow sticking out of, a bolt sticking out of his arm. Um, so it's the bolt, it's the spiky thing down there. Yeah, that's the trap. You can stand on it square because it's up in the ceiling. I'm going to go up to it and try to disarm it. <laughs> All right, it'll take you two actions to get up to it. Um, make me an action. Uh, no, be... 25 feet. I can go 25 feet. Can I not reach it from the it's square It's on the next ceiling, so you have to stand under it. So you have to move oh. onto that square. Mm. I mean, my best bet is to try to disarm it, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to try to disarm it. That's two actions to get there. Can I use one action to disarm? Yeah, make me attempt? a thievery check. All right. Thievery. Much better. Yeah. Um, Tell us. That is a 24. Woo! Uh, You disarm it. Uh, Alonzo, you jump up and uh, you think of the simplest thing to disarm it. Uh, You see like a pin holding it loose. You jump up, you pull it out, and in one slick motion, you just pull the crossbow down and a bunch of bolts fall down onto the floor. So it would have kept going. It would have kept going. Uh, You now have... A, a heavy crossbow. Heavy crossbow, not just any heavy crossbow. Oh. Oh. Uh, you find a plus one. Oh. Striking heavy crossbow. <gasps> wow. I want to know if I could use that. I'm looking that up. No more guns for you. <laughs> oh, um, if I could use it, I intend to. Uh, I will say that the striking rune on its own is 65. 65 gold pieces and you add an extra damage die when you roll damage. Could you Oh, I could the use the striking crossbow. Thing? Could you remove the striking rune? Put it somewhere else? I mean, actually, yes. Uh, I believe you can move them around. You have to. I think you have to have paid to get done or do it yourself, but I believe you can do that. Dang! Is it two actions to reload or is that two hands to reload? Is it Reload two. It says reload two. Two actions. No, I ain't using that. That's a pretty sweet weapon, though. It's actually not something I cannot use. It's a simple weapon, so I think everyone should be able to use it. You could just keep that loaded on your back. Shoot it and then drop it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if it's too bulk, though. Oof. Yeah, that's pretty big. That is pretty big. I'm looking at my gear. Because I kind of want to keep it for like a sneak attack, a single... You know, loaded, shoot, go. <laughs> Actually, if we could leave some stuff at the barrel and bullet, I could carry it. If mm. yep, I but mean, we could sell it if y'all want the money. We, we also, also have to bag. Put it in the bag and right transfer now, the yeah. rune if you want to. It might be a cheap way to get a rune on something like Alonzo's rapier. I mean, I've already got one. 
Does uh, anyone else need this, one? You could get the striking rune, though, which Instead would do you just more. just my... Yeah. Current one. You could have a plus one striking rapier, so it would do your normal weapon potency plus one rune, but you'd also have striking, which would give you an extra damage die, so you would roll 2d6 by default instead of your 1d6. And then you'd also can do your sneak attack, you know, whenever you get that, but pretty spicy. Uh, so Alonso runs in and disables this. Uh, what do the rest of y'all do? If we see that it's clear, we'll go in. Probably, at least me. I pull the the bolt from my shoulder now that I'm healed. We might want to check this room we're going past before we get too far in. Well, I mean, I just had to get in enough to check the bolt. The bolt. Uh, Yeah, Chester, you walk into this. It's empty. You walk into this room next, and like, as the thing's still like, (laughs) you know, one of the bolts just kind of shoots down onto the floor in front of you. What do y'all do? We freeze for a second and listen. Anything we hear? No. It's dead quiet. Uh, you see there's a door in the like dark part of the hallway as you come in to your right as you're walking in. And then Alonzo's at the end of the hallway in this dimly lit room. You see like a little bit of a kitchen setup going on, like a table, a little kitchen stove. Uh, if Psychcare keeps going down some, Chester's going to close the door behind us. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the- lock it? Relock it. Not lock it. Or do we want to okay. lock well, it? Well, we can get out from the outs- inside. Oh, that's fair. He'll turn yeah. the little thumb lock. A little click. You mean the deadbolt? I know what I said. Or whatever. Uh, but the door <laughs> you see is right here as you're walking down the hallway. Hello? You hear nothing. It's dead quiet. The, what does it smell like in here? Um. Does it, it smell like a sulfur man died? No, I mean, it smells like a dusty apartment. Can I hold the, the crossbow? I've got yeah. the space. Sure. Might want to go uh, ahead and give him some healing. I'm, I'm only down eight now. I'm just saying. We have the time. If we have the time. It's just ten minutes. Okay, sure. Yeah, treat wounds. That ten was pretty clutch. I work it. Uh, it, it works. So that's... Uh, 2d8. 2d8? Okay, thank you. More than eight. Yeah. Yay! All right. There you go. You're back to full. <laughs> yeah, you see this door. You notice it is not locked. Uh, this is the only closed door that you can see in here. Oh wait! So does that not, is that down there not open up even? Oh wait, Alonzo, what does that room look like down there, Alonzo? I can't see because you're the one that's down there. Which room? The room you're in. Oh, okay. Oh, you went around the corner. Why don't I? No, it's it's a kitchen. Well, I read you some flavor text about okay. it, or at least it looks to me like a kitchen with a stove and it looks like a pot. A quaint sitting area in the northwest corner of this room uh, gives it a homey feeling with a small kitchenette in the southeast corner for cooking for one or two people. The southwest corner features a wooden cabinet with several sets of ceramic dishes and a spice rack attached to the southern wall. Oh. Hmm. A hallway leads out of this room to the north, which is the way you guys came in. Chester will stand where he is and block, like, the entrance to this place. Okay. If one of you wants to open up the other door. Alonzo, get down here. <laughs> um, back up to the top? Yeah. Let's open up this hallway door. Let's clear the rooms so we don't get cornered in the kitchen. Yeah. All right. You want to open it up? I'll open it. Okay. Let's Let me go. read what you Meat see. Meat shield. This cramped bedroom features a bed for one, a small armoire, uh-huh. and a writing desk. Oh. A single door exits to the south. Oh. Is it the south? The deck is the way you came. There's only one door in here. Oh. I search the desk. Uh, you search the desk. Um, and you look around the... F- main thing you notice as you dig through this room and the desk 
you notice that there's this kind of fine layer of dust on top of the desk. Oh. And Alonzo, as you're digging mm. around, rooting through the desk, you find a small lever hidden behind the desk. Oh. oh, oh, oh. Now that's interesting. Um, I, I, I show everyone. Chester, Let's search. you know more about this kind of thing. Let's look through the armoire, the writing desk, and the cabinets down here in the kitchen first. And Chester will go down to the kitchen before we get into any, like, secretive things. So you're done looking through this room already? we clear the apartment Well, no, he'll, he's leaving Alonzo to search that room. Okay. And Chester's going down to search this room. But okay. I didn't find anything of interest other than the lever. No, no letters, communications, bills. No, not really. I um, checked the mattress. You checked the mattress? Cut it uh, open. When you start interacting with the bed, you notice that the, like there's a layer of dust on top of the made bed uh, mm-hmm. as if it hasn't been used in probably a little bit, um, which is odd to you. Mm-hmm. There's nothing of real interest, just some like mundane clothes, uh, blank paper for some like a writing Some people hide kit. things underneath their mattress. So. Yeah, no, you don't find anything. All right. The bed is moderately comfortable. And the kitchen? Uh, yes. Yeah, so you go to this little living area. Make me a perception check, Chester. All right. 15 on the die plus 9 is 24. Um, 25 if there's a trap. <laughs> 25. 20, 24. 24. 24. <laughs> uh, yeah, you dig around. Uh, it's a pretty standard little kitchen. It's kind of cute. Uh, you notice that as compared to the bedroom, the kitchen and the small table have seen somewhat recent use like they're not covered in dust um you notice something is off about the wall like you look at the floor you can kind of you can kind of see in a place that's been lived in a lot where people walk mm-hmm. and there's a lot of track going up to that wall at the bottom of this kitchen room uh, you don't see a this, door this room is weirdly shaped and chester does chester cook at all uh yeah actually he, he knows how to cook. He hasn't been able to cook since mm-hmm. he's been kicked out of his, like, dorm area. Uh-huh. But, uh, like, I mean, oh, he, it was, was he making him ramen? and his mom on the farm, so he learned how to cook. Do you, I only ask because you have crafting. Yeah. You don't have cooking lore, but you do have crafting. Yeah. Uh, you look, um, and you, like, notice that he has a nice little cooking setup set up here. Ooh. Uh, and you go through and look at all the spices, paprika, oregano. Is it like a big thing of paprika? Of course. Okay. Yeah, he ain't no slouch. Um, Does he have garlic salt? And you notice oh. there's this spice that you've never heard before. Oh. Called Creed's Root. Like Creed, C-R-E-E-D-S, like Assassin's Creed. Creed's Root. Like, and then root like tree root. Interesting. What color is it? Uh, it's kind of this dark grayish powder looking thing. Well, I never heard of this. And he'll take it. You just pick it up. Yeah. And as you pull it, uh, the oh. thing pulls part of the spice rack with it. Boom. And the secret door <laughs> opens up. Oh, oh, that's not what I expected. Oh, thank God. You found the uh, activation lever for the secret door. Why what about the lever you? that I found? Uh, do you pull it? Does, does, uh, does Chester say anything? Do I hear this? Oh wait, I'm, I can. We can leave the room. Well, here's the most important question: Does anything pop out when this opens, like a person or a monster or anything? Because that would answer all of our questions right there. Uh, you don't see anything immediately pop out. All right. But you see a, a passageway to like some sort of stone tunnel into the next room. Ooh. He will let go of the spice. Mm-hmm. 
And door stays open. Uh, he'll whisper to Alonzo, "Go ahead and pull your lever. Something happened in here." Okay, I go. I go pull the lever for the desk. Uh, as Alonzo pulls the lever for the desk, you hear a like click in the area and the ceiling above where the trap was. Oh. With Chester's crafting knowledge, you would know that it's probably a way to turn off that trap. That is clever. Ah. Oh, so the trap um, from the hallway. Mm Mm-hmm. Nice. So so from the bedroom, you could turn it off. This person's smart. Is he, though? I wonder if that's the only place you could turn it off from. Are you trying to be quiet now that this door is open? Oh, yes. What? (laughs) Hey, you gotta get here! (laughs) You do that little thing like a team motion. All right, team. Ah, I love these visual gags. Let's go. <laughs> the motions, like you put a finger behind in your head and then full hand point. Let's do this, team. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not interpretive dance of birds. Uh, Fly away means run. <laughs> make me a group stealth check as you enter this uh, stone passageway. Would All be right. under the explore section right now? Yes, yeah, you, could, you could follow the expert. I would love to asking. follow the expert. That would give us what? Us to a plus one? Yeah. All right. Stuff. That means Alonzo has to go first. Natty 15. Hey. We good. <laughs> Four twenty-six. Also, <laughs> I have loaded the heavy crossbow. I, I took it and all of the ammo it had. You're gonna are you wielding it right now? Yes. All right. That's a total of ten. It's it's Aww. my best chance for a good first run attack. I have in a distance. plus seven. I just rolled a three. I rolled a fourteen on the die. And don't forget traditional plus one. Oh, yay, 11. And a fortune on the die gets me a 22. You all keep a really quiet profile as you sneak on in to this room. Why don't I read it? Some flavor text. But, whoa. Ho, I. What is the, hold up. Do you not see the room? Oh. Oh, my God. There's a. There's a disembodied poison. No, that's a model. It might be a robot. mannequin or something. That's a robot of some kind. He's a robotologist. The acrid smell of chemicals fill this chamber. A large table stands in the center of the room with a half-finished humanoid construct laying atop it. The north and west walls of this room have a large L-shaped table covered with alchemical components. Shelves and cabinets obscure the remaining walls. A 20-foot-long hallway extends to the north while doors exit to the south and to the west. Uh, and more importantly, as you enter this room, Alonzo and Chester enter here undetected technically. Uh, Psych here, you make a little bit of noise, but Alonzo, as you enter here, you see patrolling this room, not one, not two, uh, fuck. but three very familiar clockwork handlers. Ah! And most disgustingly, on the table, you see a small, blobby, humanoid-looking creature with wings. Oh. An imp? What is it doing sitting on this chest? The creature and these... um pilot it. Like a mech? And these, <laughs> these clockwork handlers, your old buddies from the bank heist... They turn to look at Psyche here, but Amiss Alonzo will oh. use your perception scores for initiative next episode. Uh, uh, don't uh, let me forget, guys. I have my loaded why, heavy crossbow ready to go. Why so Lyserious? Oh, oh my God. I'm sure there's nothing else going in here that's going to be bad at all. Good times yeah. all around in this place. Uh-huh. Level four? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing us. If you want to see more from us, check out our website, thirdgallon.com, or follow us on Twitter. We are at thirdgallon, that's T-H-I-R-D gallon. You can also tweet at us using the hashtag thirdgallon, and we are on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook with the same handle, at thirdgallon. We also publish a video version of the podcast on YouTube, which you can find on our channel, The Third Gallon. Our theme for this season is Delta Rust, composed by Andy Ellison. Our ambience for this episode was composed by Michael Gelfie, and you can find more of his work on his YouTube channel, Michael Gelfie Studios. And you can support his awesome work at patreon.com slash Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Hey!